This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, everybody? Richie from Post America Podcast. Today, special Halloween episode with a man who we spent a lot of time with. I spent many hours with this man in hotel rooms and in vans talking about horror movies. And this guy's a fanatical expert on the genre. It's our old bass player, Biggie. What's up, Biggie? Yo, yo, what's happening? It's been a minute. How you been? Good? Yeah, it's been all right. I've, you know, ups and downs. I mean, uh, I can't complain. I mean, the whole world's going through a bunch of crap right now. So, Is it safe know. to say that the world itself is a horror movie at this point? Oh, please. I think, uh, I mean, there's, there's probably a bunch of movies out there that predicted this crap a long time ago. Oh. But, uh, you know, it's the, way it, uh, it's the way it always seems to be. I mean, uh seems to be we, we we know what's coming but you know what are you gonna do no one listens nobody listens nobody cares nah. you, know, you know what throughout the uh, all the episodes here and and uh through our social media people always ask about big show how's big show doing what's he up to uh yeah is he, is he playing music is he working what's up give us a little brief rundown what's up i gotta say i mean uh you know um it hasn't it, I, I haven't done much I was working, I was working steady for the uh, last four years. I actually just got laid off with this COVID shit. So, ah, uh, yeah, I'm dealing with that right now, but, uh, I was just working, just do, doing, doing a tech support gig, um, dealing, dealing with some health, health issues, you know, just getting older, uh, developing arthritis and, you know, you know, I got my back issues, things like that, oh. but you know, just living life. And, uh, you know, ever since this COVID thing happened, man, it's, uh, just been out of work and just trying to keep busy and, and stay afloat because, uh, you know, making money is a lot, a lot harder for people these days. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as playing music, man, I, I haven't. And, uh, recently I got the itch. Like I, uh, I, I kind of like dropped it for a long time and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that because I, uh, you know, I based my whole life on music. Like what I did with you guys with wisdom and change was like my goal. Like that was something I that, you know, I always dreamed of doing, wanted to be in a band, wanted to travel, wanted to play, you know, and we did it. Um, and it was kind of like after I, after I felt like I had to leave that, um, I was bitter about it because I didn't really want to. So I kind of really did fall out of music. Like, altogether like i stopped i stopped even enjoying it like i started picking it back up though recently so i'm I'm happy that's true because so you became like a little resentful of music in a way yeah yeah i was oh, uh shit. and uh and it sucks it sucks to say because it's like like i told you like that like my whole life that's all i've ever been about mm. you know what i mean but it's like um i'm kind of that because of, because I guess because of what we were doing, I kind of had the mentality like you know all or nothing. Like if I can't do that, then I'm not going to play at all. Uh, you know, you. 
So I, uh, I just dropped it all. And like, I've even had people like ask me like, yo man, let's get together. Let's jam and let's all this stuff. And, and like, nah, like, like, even though I never, you know, I never had the best equipment and stuff, but I got rid of everything. Like, I, Oh, I you did. Of, you don't have like yeah. a bass laying around or a guitar laying around. Nope. Oh shit. No. Nah, and, and that's what sucks because now I'm like, especially with this like whole quarantine and, and everything like that. I'm like, ah, come in handy. Uh, I need a, I need a fucking guitar. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe i gotta drop one off to you then dude I, uh, yeah I, I, i'd appreciate it you know we'll you get this get uh, some riffs there's like this little adapter you've probably seen them those vox vox yeah i actually i have one so you can yeah so you can plug headphones in and it's got like distortion on it and everything yeah it just gives you like you know it depends what model you get if you just get like the metal one it gives you a nice distortion tone. Yeah. Real small. Takes a couple yeah. like double A. No, I actually have that. That's the one I got. Yeah. With that and the guitar, you should be able to have some fun. And you could also hook those into like your phone and uh, or iPod uh, devices. And then so you could play along with stuff and, and get Oh, really? Running. I never yeah. realized that. Yeah. There's two inputs on the newer ones. I don't know about the one you have, but it probably is the same. See, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking to do, especially since, uh, you know, I told you I was uh, like, dealing with some like arthritis issues so i'm like oh no like you know i better i better start trying to play again now and see see what i can do because you know my sometimes my hands cramp up yeah and uh i was like oh, i don't want to go down that road where i can't play anymore so i better start playing and yeah, keep it might, doing and it, it might help a little bit too just to get that kind of kids i a, think so it's I, a different I, movement than the normal movements of our day for our hands you know exactly exactly so what albums were you uh on with us quite a few right uh, my last the last thing i did with uh the last thing i did with the band was the uh pocono ghost oh it's the seven it's okay oh i like that the, so so i got uh what do i got die young class war everything you know uh the first seven inch what was that the vigilante saint mm -hmm. and then uh and then the pocono ghost and i think that was it for me oh um, wow that, damn yeah yeah see i'm on more than you thought yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. My discography has grown. Big Show has but, always added a good flavor to the uh, to the band. I tried, man, here and there. Uh, you know. Uh, and for those who don't know, if you've never seen us back then, if you're newer to the band, our old bass player here, he stands. What do you stand at? Six foot seven? Nah, six six. Six six. Whew, yeah. yeah. Animal son, animal. Six. Yeah, six. yeah, <laughs> six six, man. I'm too. I'm I'm, I'm too tall, and I'm. I'm too heavy for that fact too now, but uh, and your yeah. whole family's tall, right? Like, what are your brothers? Whole whole fam. I mean, uh, you know, my now my I'm the youngest. I got two older brothers. My right. oldest brother, he's the shortest. He's six five. <laughs> but then, but then my my brother in the middle, he's six eight. Damn, six. And eight. then, uh, you know, we you got mom and dad now. Now dad's uh, only six feet tall, but he's a you know he's he's a big guy. Mm -hmm. He's a fat dude. And then, uh, but mom is also, you know, six feet tall and skinny. Wow. Damn. So, dude, German Vikings, bro. That's what we are. Dad's all Norwegian. Mom's all German. Wow. Yeah, that's big people. I remember when we, uh, I first went to like the Scandinavian countries, a lot of the girls were really pretty, but damn, they could all like dude. slam 360 slam dunk over my ass. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Damn, well, no, I remember when we, were in when we were in Germany one time or whatever, and we were like walking through the, walking through the club and you're like, yo, what is this? A Larson reunion up in here? Yeah. 
Such a but, crazy zone. Yeah, and man, it, you're I mean, from New York originally, right? I'm from Long Island, yeah. So one thing people might not know about Pennsylvania, but you know because you moved here many years ago, it's known as the haunted state. It's, it's true. It, it's a spooky place. It's eerie. For us, it's second nature at this point. But when you first come to Pennsylvania, there's a, a, a creepiness, eeriness, and fogginess about it that you get used to at some point. But it's true, though, isn't it? I always try to explain this to people. It's, it, no, it's, it's definitely true. We definitely have a, uh, a kind of, um, I call it like a Sleepy Hollow vibe. Yes. <laughs> Good, like, good uh, uh, description. I was actually into Sleepy Hollow two weeks ago. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, you guys went out there. How'd you like it? It's cool. It's cool. They they should focus yeah. more on that whole gimmick. You know what I mean? It, it, they should. I mean, but uh, yeah, they, they they just, you know, it's a historic place and they do that whole history stuff and everything. Yeah. But, uh, like I went to uh, Salem. Um, oh, yeah. Months, like a couple months ago. And they they pushed the whole... Whole witch thing, thing on the whole yeah every day everywhere you go you know every shop is, is is creepy this and that they should do that in sleepy hollow in my opinion they yeah no I, I i agree with you i mean like uh I, I went to sleepy hollow years ago like with my parents as a vacation and i was expect you know around this time mm-hmm. and i was expecting the same thing like ah oh, cool like headless horseman shit everywhere and i was like no nah. it was like we took a tour of the guy's house that wrote it yeah and it was like i don't give a shit that the dude slept on a wood floor like back in the day like you know i want to see some headless horsemanship but that's the vibe that i get though here in pa especially in the poconos we we have that vibe and then uh the one thing i did notice though that i was really all about when i first moved here was um i mean you know we you know back in long island we had halloween just like everybody else's halloween but it seems like here it's a little more celebrated oh when i when i yeah when i got here I just noticed like, you know, on the block, it was like everyone's house was decorated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people go all out with, with some crazy Halloween decorations and things like that. And it was like, eh, it was like the, na- the whole neighborhood was down with it. You know, yeah, back, yeah. back in Long Island, my neighborhood, it was like, it was, it was scattered here and there, you know, who, who was cool with it or whatnot. Uh, but once I saw that, I was like, man, like, you know, people really celebrate here. And then I saw that we have a place like for Zetas. I was like, oh, forget it. This mm-hmm. is the joint. Yeah, that's a key yeah. to the uh, to the whole vibe. Frazetta's is a year-round uh, store that, especially during Halloween, it's really bumping. But yeah. all year round is a place you could go in, and it's it's owned by the descendants of a great artist named Frank Frazetta, who the who guy's drew, the best. Yeah, he drew some classics. My, my one of my favorite all-time paintings is the Death Dealer. I have it hanging yeah. in my living room, and that yeah, was yeah. the cover of the Molly Hatchet album. If people know, dude, that you one. should check out. Uh, um, what was it back in the nineties? Danzig worked with Frazetta and did a Death Dealer comic. That's had, dope. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got a few, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty sick. And had Frazetta like draw all the covers and everything. So. Yeah. So Frazetta's shop is in East Stroudsburg, uh, right in our area, and it's really dope. I just went in there and I bought a Donald Trump mask from there. Yo, that thing's scary as hell. <laughs> Yo, you seen his teeth and stuff? Like, that. yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, way over exaggerated, but still. It's, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, uh, <laughs> I, I put it on. I chased the cats around the house. They, they don't like it. <laughs> hey let me ask you a question cats man what's going on yeah i got four cats in the house and two outside (laughs) that just roam around how are you how are you alive because i I remember days i have to have i have to have dialysis once a day uh i'm on constant (laughs) medications 
you know, I had been revived from death twice now. Yeah, I remember you having some issues there. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats, but uh, it seems like if you keep up with them, it doesn't uh, doesn't really affect me. So that's good. Oh, but that's my, cool. my girl came here, moved here from uh, Chicago with two yeah, yeah. cats and a dog. Unfortunately, the dog passed away. He was really old. Uh, these poor two dude. cats, though, uh, you know, they, they're, they're cool. They're chill. But next thing you know, there's four cats outside hanging out. And I've never seen a cat in this neighborhood <laughs> in my whole life. I don't, I don't know how it... Yeah, I don't know how it works, but <laughs> yeah, they followed her, man. Yeah, so I said, "Oh, there's cats outside." So I, I went to get my gun, and she got nervous. What are you doing? I was like, "I thought, like, if you see a stray cat, you got to kill him." But she showed me that no, you don't kill him; you feed him. So yeah, I never knew that. That's, you got to kill him. <laughs> I thought you killed him just to help out the, you know, the uh, surrounding areas, so they don't bother the little cats. No, man. I mean, even even my guy, like I, I got a cat now, and he he was a stray. I found him, and and. uh Makaya practice parking lot. You remember him, Dr. Herman? Yeah. yeah he, d- d- he called me up one day. He was like, yo, man, you want a cat? He goes, I got this like thing screaming under a car in my parking lot. And uh, I went and I took him and he's been with me now for like, what, two years, three years? Nice. I thought you always had cats though, no? No. No, this is the only one. I When when I was with uh, when I was with Laura, we had a cat. Okay. It was hers. But yeah. But yeah, Frazetta's is a dope place. The area is filled with old graveyards that have a constant uh, year-round fog over them. Oh, yeah. And you just pass them. You don't think nothing of it. It's filled with old churches that are, uh, you know, trailed with stories from the past. And there's a famous grave around here. You ever hear of Etna Bitbender? Did you yeah, why do I know that? Etna Bitbender is a, a, a gravestone in this old-ass cemetery in this area. And it says uh, something to the effect that Etna Bitbender murdered by persons unknown on October 31st. And then the year between the hours of 4 and 6 p.m. or something like that. Really weird. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, really weird. But yeah, so it's a spooky place. And we got a guy like uh, you you mentioned you collect those... uh, well, you know, but you have like the uh, the, the Danzig Frazetta comics. Big Show oh, yeah. is a massive collector of certain things. He's an authority. <laughs> I could be wrong, but tell me if I'm wrong. When it comes to Iron Maiden, okay, yeah, Misfits yeah, yeah. or Danzig related paraphernalia, yes, you are an authority. Yeah, I'd like to say. I mean, I I don't own everything because there's not enough money, but. Uh, <laughs> I, but I you know. know you know yeah, what exists I, you know what's out there you know the value of things you know what's you yeah know. yeah and you do much. own a lot of that shit i mean yeah i did at one time i mean things come and go but did you know, i miss uh, anything or are those the key ones what dancing misfits and maiden as far as yeah. music goes yeah yeah um yeah yeah those are those are the, that's the top notch right there okay and then as far as just other collectibles you're like a video gamer guy right yeah, I mean, uh, I've always, games. yeah, my whole life I've always just like been down with video games, but it's like as time goes on, I'm not, and, and it's probably a sign of getting old too, but it's like these old games are, I mean, these newer games are too complicated, man. I like the old stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's not, and I got a nostalgia for it. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you actually collect about like the old games, right? Yeah. And the old systems and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, the hobbies like that, like stuff comes and goes. You buy stuff, you sell stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah I'm, al- I'm always doing that. Yeah. Now, very interesting. I remember when I lived, we lived together in a haunted house at one time. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. And I, I know it was. Uh, 
Remember that one time we were practicing and and that giant ass heavy ass door behind yeah. me just opened on its own. Yes, that was really weird. That was. And I was weird. like, yo, nobody. That, there's no way that thing could open on its own when that was closed. Yeah, yeah. We uh, moved into this house that was right on the Delaware River in this really old area called Shawnee, and the house was from the early 1800s. Yeah, it was old, and, old joint. Yeah, and. Uh, we decided that we got a really good deal on it. It was like five bedrooms, right? Like, yeah, it was huge. Uh, yeah. Well, wait, uh, yeah, upstairs was what four, right? Yeah, yeah. And then and downstairs was, one, was yeah, you. <laughs> one downstairs, and uh, I think there was two bathrooms and, and five bedrooms, and we had a basement that was basically like a dirt box basement. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but we decided, yo, we're gonna, you know, we we're all in a band. Mad Joe lived there. Me, uh, Greg. Uh, Belo from No Retreat, who played drums, yeah. uh, in and out with some other people. Who else lived? I forget. Who knows? But uh, we decided we're going to renovate the basement and build a little practice area. And Mad Joe's a carpenter, so he he builds this door that is probably ten inches thick, right? Eight to ten. Oh, inches dude, thick. yeah, it was uh, yeah, whatever the size of that board was. Yeah, and he filled it with insulation and stuff. And this door was so tight. It fit like so tight that you had to really push it in to close. Yeah, it was like it. a free. It was like a freezer door. Like you had to put your shoulder into it. Yeah, and <laughs> somehow while we're practicing, something happens. We stop. Maybe the power flickered or something like that. Well, it, it, that there was two instances. Yeah. There was the power flicker in one, which the power went out in the room, like no lights, but our amps were still on. Remember that? Yes. Yes. And it was just like, all right, we're, you know, Ghost is telling us to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, but in the dark. In the dark, though, yeah. And then, uh, and then there was the other time, you know, we're just jamming. We're in the middle of a song. It's loud as hell, and I'm playing. My back was always to the door, and you were looking my way. And I see you, and you're staring at me, but you're, like, you're staring like behind, like behind me. Yeah. And then I just felt something, and I look, and the door is just slowly, slowly creaking open. Yeah, and I freaking peek around the corner. No one's there. That shit was shut tight. Now, wasn't that the same time when a a, a pipe burst above our heads in that room? Remember that? Oh yeah, water pipe. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was at the same time, like right after that door opened. Because Joe <laughs> I was on. It. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because Joe was. Uh, he told this part of that story on here a while ago, but yeah, so it was haunted. And from the beginning, when we first. Uh, moved in we took chris mavramatis to see it before we moved in he's like oh let, let me check that we were at this bar getting wings and wasn't far i said let me check that place you're moving into and I, we had the key but we weren't moved in yet so it was like yeah 12 1 in the morning and we're going through there and chris like all right let's get out of here and uh we're like what's wrong he's like oh, i hear a little girl's voice i want to get out of here i said oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there there must have been something in there like that. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. I remember my sister came to pick me up once, and I came down, and I lived. Uh, I was on the bottom floor, but uh, there was a window on the side of the house. Remember when I was shooting that gun out the top window that one time? Can't, yeah. give, can't give any details, but uh, so there was a window up top that you could see from the driveway, and my sister's like, "Oh, who's upstairs?" I'm like, "No, nah, nobody." Oh, wow. I thought a little girl was looking out the window at me. I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't know." I don't know. Nothing. Great. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, but I remember in that house, you had a collection of movies that was incredible. Oh, I had, uh, yeah, I had that 
giant bookshelf full of movies. Yeah. So we'd knock on Big Show's door, ask to borrow a movie. I was Big, blockbuster, yeah. But Big Show, he he didn't forget. He did, an hour later, he'd be knocking on your door. You done with that movie yet? <laughs> oh, bullshit, he, man! He took care of his stuff, yo. He was, yo, uh, you held you held my dead my my dead by dawn or, or no? What was it? Uh, dawn of the Dead. You held that thing for like two weeks, and then I come yeah. knocking on the door, and I'm like, "Yo, man, you got that movie?" And you're like, "Shit, don't you don't even give me a chance to watch anything." They ain't breaking <laughs> my balls. I just got the thing. I like to watch in increments. Yeah, I was used to Belo, man. He 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 lived right next door to me. He would just walk in, take something, watch it, then come right back, put it back in. He slide it under your door. <laughs> you you put a receipt out for him. Yeah, <laughs> but you had that's another thing you collected those damn movies. Yeah, definitely. And our, and our drummer Shannon was like that too. Remember his movie collection? Oh yeah, Shannon was uh, nuts, man. Remember Shannon had it for his movies and his CDs. He had the he had like those road cases. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Like all in order and impeccable. Yeah, a long cry from Mad Joe who would just destroy everything he owned and not take care of anything. You guys, you took care of your stuff. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I let I let Joe borrow a few CDs sometimes, and then I would think about it and be like, "Oh, I should get that back." And they'd be like, "Nah, forget it. It's nah, gone." It's gone. <laughs> if he if he says, "Can I borrow a CD?" Just go to the the toilet, th- drop it in, and flush it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens. He don't care. CDs. What are, what are we even talking about in this day and age? I know. CDs. I, what are, that's my the, to me that's the best format ever. Is the CD? You know, CD. Uh, yeah. I mean, good sound. You, uh, no, even, yeah. Even even a low level uh, unit sounded pretty good with a CD. <clears throat> pretty durable, pretty uh, pretty lightweight and uh, controllable as far as size, and you could still big enough to enjoy the artwork. True or false? No, I'll give you that. I never I never really totally hated on the CD. I love the records. I always yeah, the did they're just too big and to play them, the, the format, and, you, and to really enjoy the quality of a good record, good vinyl, you need a really expensive system. You got to have a setup, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I grew up doing it, though, especially maybe it's because I had the two older brothers and they had, like, record collections and stuff like that. So it's like I always had them around. Yeah. And I had, like, hand-me-downs and stuff like that. So it's like to listen, to sit and listen, listen to records, it's like a – it's like a ritual for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole, a lot of people, especially in the hardcore scene, did people do a little vinyl. Yeah. the whole putting, you know, the whole using a turntable and everything like that. I, I enjoy the whole aspect of it. So, yeah. I mean, to me, it was just, you know, I really started uh, disliking and resenting vinyl. Once I started a label, once yeah. I was actually <laughs> pressing vinyl, I was like, this obsolete goofy format is so <laughs> expensive. And like, yeah. you know, compared to pressing CDs, it's, uh, but, yeah, know, but the thing, no one will buy a disc, though. Nah, not really. I mean, you know, live, we still overseas sell CDs. I think it's the people that never heard us and were like, yeah. feel like obligated to support because they liked it or, or whatnot. Yeah. They'll buy a CD on the spot. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's uh, but like CDs. They said, that's a, what, I knew CDs were going out once, once cars stopped making the radio with the CD player in it. Yeah. It, it it's rap. over. It's a wrap. Yeah. I just got a, a new car and it came with the free uh, ASX Sirius or whatever it is. What oh, is it? Sirius XM. Yeah, and I've been listening to Howard again. Wow, that's awesome, y'all. 
Yo, it, all right. Hasn't he changed though? Totally, because I haven't listened to him since he was a radio guy. Outside yeah. of outside of seeing clips on like Facebook of his show, yeah. I haven't listened to a show since he was legit on the radio and I'm like working somewhere, you know what I mean? But I was a big fan and just to hear him again, it was pretty like he had this uh the prettiest penis contest I heard oh, the other he day. <laughs> yeah, he's still doing crazy stuff. He's still like a goofball, nutty guy. It just, gets, seemed, it just seemed like, uh, like the more and more I was listening to him, and it, it, he was getting away. He was getting away from that stuff, and I felt like it. I felt like he was getting too big. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is, he's, he's like, huge. He, I mean, you he, know, he he does. He's he's a judge on one of those reality shows now, and yeah. he does. You know, he does some other stuff. Like he's he's a high end celebrity now. He's not. Uh, he's not trying to impress oh, anybody yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? Now he is actually the king of all media at this point. Pretty yeah, much, he's yeah. Got hundreds yeah. of millions. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, he, I can't say he toned it down because I've only been listening to like three or four days and it's pretty crazy as usual. All right. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. But he does get like just high end celebrities at his disposal. He's got, he's got dudes sitting in there, you know, like he'll have like Metallica come in to play an acoustic song. Like, yeah. whatever, you know, it's like that's yeah. the beauty of it now. <laughs> just like, he, like whatever he wants, it happens, you know. But yep. no, it's it's good to have, uh, you know. And but you know, I was talking about car car radio uh, car radios. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't come with CD players. That they but they come ready to play like digital formats and hooked being hooked up to your iPhone. Right. Or, you know, so it's it's a different game nowadays. Everything's streaming. Do you do you get involved with that streaming stuff at all? You have you 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 have any plans with like Spotify or anything? I have. Uh, I never. I never did Spotify or anything like that. I mean, for for a couple of years now, I've had uh, just the iTunes music. You know, I pay ten bucks a month or whatever it is, and just download whatever I want. Okay. Do you ever uh, buy albums on there? Or you just do that method. I used to buy albums before I got that. You know, like if I really, really liked something, there was a couple times I bought an album. Like if it, if I really wanted something that day. Mm-hmm. that it dropped and i i wasn't going to go out and get a physical version yeah i, I would download it and buy it but uh and that you, know, works, and you, support, you pay 10 a month and you listen to whatever you want 10 bucks a month and you can download anything as if you're buying it wow yeah like, do you have the, eventually... the only thing you can't do is if you like downloaded it to your computer you can't mm-hmm. rip a cd so like that's that's where they get you where it's like you don't own it you can't make your own copy of it but any device, any digital device you have, it's like it's like buying any album or any show or any podcast. So it's know, not just, like streaming because you actually need storage space on these devices. Well, you could do you could do either or. Oh, you, you don't have to download. You, you can you can you can stream. But if you wanted to, like, you know, take stuff with you, where the, you didn't have Wi-Fi or whatever, you can download the albums too. Oh shit, man, that's pretty dope. Huh. Speaking of speaking of new albums and like how I've slowly been getting back into music, yeah. Because um, like I I dropped off of even trying to listen to new shit at all, mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know I, I was really just listening to a lot of old stuff, a lot of Sabbath, a lot of freaking you know the classics. Oh, oh yeah, the classics. But yo man, the LBU fellas that ironed out. Mm, that's dope, right? That is, that's hot. Yeah, yeah, that's that, good. Those guys are tight. Yeah. I like the, uh, usually I'm not a fan of the multi-vocals. Yeah, no, they, they pull it off sweet. Yeah, they do. I, I, they do, do I really do like it with them, though. I, I yeah. said the same thing, but uh, wow. I'm yeah, impressed. They, they do it well. 
And for those that don't know, what's your what's your upbringing when it comes to hardcore? Who's your entry band? My end, my my first hardcore band. Well, yeah. Who do you say was the most important to bring you into the to be interested in in this kind of music? Oh, okay. Because well, I mean, the one that brought the one that made me get interested in like going to hardcore shows and stuff like that mm. was neglect <laughs> mm. classic but, Long Island. but i mean the very first hardcore band that i ever had an album of and that i listened to on a regular basis when i was young was murphy's law okay that murphy murphy's law was my very first hardcore introduction and i didn't even know it you know what i mean i was just like man these guys are funny and uh you know uh back with a bong that was my uh that was my album. Nice, nice. But yeah, I always yeah. do remember you being a big uh, guy into Neglect, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Neglect. I still love Neglect. I don't care what anybody says. They they were only out, out for a couple of years, but they made an impact. And they, Are they the best of all Long Island hardcore bands, in your opinion? No. Who is? No, 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 no. Um, um, I mean, VOD, man. Yeah, that's that's that's. Key. You know what I mean? I mean? I mean, I mean, that era VOD? yeah it is like untouchable shit now um, back then in that era of vod there was a lot of bands but vod was like the the cream of the crop vod was a vod with the kings like, and they and they, and they knew it too yeah That's, yeah you know like there was like mind over matter remember those guys my mind over matter that was uh that was some dudes from neglect as well and then uh warped weeble wobbles yeah and then but the bands that i really loved uh were uh tension and outrage mm, tension those, outrage yeah now those, those are two of my faves maybe you don't know but there's a new crop well not new they've been doing it for a minute of of sick good uh bands from long island headed by a band called incendiary you know that band Inc- incendiary yeah incendiary. we uh i can never say that name yeah right. we, we, we were playing with them when i was still around oh, okay that band yeah they've, they've, they've been around for a while they 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 blew up quick yeah, they put out good. They put out um, strong, good songs, you know? Yeah. Backtracks from Long Island, too, right? Backtrack, yep. And a band called King Nine's really dope. King Nine, yeah. So you got to get back with it. Follow, follow your roots. What part of Long Island were you from? Merrick? <laughs> no, that, that's, that's where VOD was from. <laughs> no, um, no, I was way, I was out east. I was in a town called Shore. We, oh. we said Shoreham, but, you know, if you look at the sign, it says Shoreham, but... Um, sure, I was out. Yeah, I was. I was way out east. It was a small town. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Riverhead. Yeah, yeah. It was like right before Riverhead, and, that, and that's going out there. So um, it was like I was like an hour from the Hamptons. Okay, right. Yeah. So, so the Hamptons for your holidays and stuff like this. No, nah, I, I never did that stuff. Your I mean, had a summer house on the Hamptons. Hell no, man. I mean, <laughs> I was in South Central Shoreham, bro. <laughs> oh shit! It's easy now, from there, I think. My my parents bought they they bought the house there in 1969, and they wanted to live there because they wanted to have kids, and it was the best school district in all of New York State at the time. So they wanted the kids to have decent school, but they bought our like where they bought the house was the last street in that school district, like on the edge of town. Hmm. So. Shoreham, Shoreham, New York is like one of the richest towns on Long Island. And I just happened to live like <laughs> on the, and it wasn't bad by any means, but like 
where wherever where your parents are buying your cars for your birthday and shit like that. Like these are the type of kids that I went to school with. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? And I, I had a six hundred dollar car from the seventies, you know what I mean? Like So when you moved to PA <laughs> you had a rude awakening of some white trash broke motherfuckers. No, nah, well, no, nah, I mean I I tell you the truth, I, I just fit in more. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But uh yeah, that's uh I know some of the names in Long Island, but I'm not super familiar. But oh, some of the some of the towns? Yeah, like the names of some of the towns and stuff. Yeah. I got to get back out there, man. I mean, uh, it's been a very long time stepping out there, but it's yeah, a mess out there, man. You know, you know, you're there when you stop moving on the LIE, you yeah, know, it's, it's like always, traffic's insane. Oh, forget it. And you know, honestly, when I, we used to play in, in different spots in Long Island, I didn't yeah. know one town from the other. I couldn't, as soon as you get into town, it was seemed like the same chain mall. Oh, it's all, the, it's all the same. And it's all flatlands, man. That's the whole thing from one end to the other. It's all flat. Yeah. You know, you got, you got no change of scenery, which I mean, when I first moved here, I hated the mountains. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't like seeing it. I mean, I don't know. I just, just something about it. I just didn't, I didn't feel right. But like now it's weird not seeing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When I go to flat places, I bug out a little bit. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I like, I like the hills and windy roads and places to hide and crevices. Yeah. Places to hide. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just me. But the reason we got you here today is because you are a horror movie fanatic and authority. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's true. I kind of I I'll, I'll admit I kind of fell off, but I mean I fell off only because I feel like the uh, the actual fl- films themselves have been letting me down. <laughs> so, but you still are willing. To I dropped off. Always check them out and, and yeah. Uh, Okay, I'll you check them what? out. I mean, I saw a movie maybe a year or two ago that was it was new at the time, Midsummer. Oh what'd yeah, what do you think about that? It's whacked out. You, you like or dislike? Um, no, no, no. That that's the type of flick I, I like. Um, I thought that was really good. I thought that acting was a little bit crappy, a little bit bam, banged out, but I thought the movie itself was was pretty dope. Yeah, that 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 shit was twisted. Um, I like that stuff where it's like uh, it, it, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? That whole movie, I'm sitting there going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know? I, I liked how it started out typical for that kind of movie where everything's so dark and you can barely see yeah. anything. And then all of a sudden, when they go overseas, wherever the hell they went, it's like it, the movie's almost blinding. Like I was like yeah. squinting half the time. Yeah. It was so bright and white, and the colors were so vibrant. It was a really weird movie. I just thought the acting was a little bit shoddy, you know. Yeah, well, there was a whole bunch of uh, you know unknown actors and stuff like that. But that's always the best horror movies, man. That's that's always a fault of horror movies. Like I, I always feel like the level drops down a little bit when you get known actors in there. You mean like Robert De Niro as Frankenstein, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Nobody I mean, like me. Face ugly. <laughs> I forget what he said, but yeah, it was a little weird seeing like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but if uh, if you get some unknowns in there, it's usually a little more believable than 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 like Harrison Ford or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And you're like, you're like yeah. this motherfucker's Indiana Jones. What's he running away from, dude, with a knife? You know, like yeah. But now, now let's bring it in. Right. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna make you give us your five top films, but before that, what film was it that 
drew you into the genre itself? Uh, that drew me. All right. It, it was more of like, well, I remember the film too, but uh, it was like a, it was like an, an instance of something happening. Like I, when I was a kid, when I was in first grade, I got my tonsils taken out mm-hmm. and you know, they take your tonsils out. You're in the hospital overnight, whatever. And you come home and my mom had me like hanging out in my room you know, eating jello or ice cream or some shit, whatever you're supposed to do when you get your tonsils out, you know, to keep your throat all good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just hang out with in here. She's like, your brother's watching movies with his friends, and I don't want you seeing what they're watching. You stay in here. Oh, geez. So I you was might like, as well just like, yeah, it might as well have been like, yeah, yeah. But I, exactly. I'm, I'm, you I'm, might as well I'm said, go out. watch this movie. Yeah. So, you know, as time's going on, I'm, I'm creeping down the hallway and I'm, uh, and I'm peeking around the corner into the living room. And right when I peek around the corner into the living room, there's this woman standing on a staircase and a freaking zombie comes down and just like chomps her, like right in the freaking, <laughs> right in the side of the neck. Damn. And then rip, like, like totally rips it out. I'm talking like big chunk of flesh, freaking blood shooting across the room, all this shit. Not to be and clear, I, this is in the movie, not in your in house. The movie, yeah, okay, in the I movie. Wanna, this is what I saw. On. It's Long Island, and then so I, I don't know. Yeah, this is what I saw. And then I turned around and booked and freaking left. And I remember that ever since. And that was the original. I think that was the original Dawn of the Dead. They were oh, watching. Oh, shit. So and, your older uh, brothers are watching it. Right. Okay. Right. They had their friends over to watch Dawn of the Dead. And I just saw that clip and then booked. And then, uh, <laughs> but it stuck with me like ever since. And I've always been this way. Like when something bothers me, I seek it out. To kind of like desensitize myself, I guess. Ooh, what a creep! Because um, I have an, I have other instances where I've done that, mm-hmm. where like, because we could talk about these movies, but then I can tell you about what my scariest movie of all time is, and it's not even a horror movie. But um, we might as well throw it in there. I mean, well, my scariest movie of all time is uh, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for I know that name. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. It's basically uh, it's all it's all about drug addiction. Huh. And uh, it goes it goes from, you know, the kid and his friends, they're heroin addicts. They go from just enjoying it to going, all right, we're now we're going to sell it and make money to then they just become full blown addicts doing whatever they have to do to get it, either prostitution or robbery or whatever. OK, so it sounds like a Pennsylvania hardcore show, 1997, 98. <laughs> right. But then it, it, it but then, you know, it covers other aspects, too. So it's like you're looking at a hardcore drug side of things. Mm-hmm. But then the guy, the main, the main actor's mother, you know, lonely, you know, widowed wife, old lady living in the city by herself. All she, all she has is she's addicted to television, food, and coffee. And it shows the addictions. It shows addiction from that side as well. But then she wants to lose weight, so she goes to the doctor, and the doctor puts her on speed. And she basically gets addicted to speed pills. Oh, and shit. it's so it's 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 an addiction movie with no happy ending and that shit bothers me more than any other horror flick could because it's real you know yeah. what i mean yeah uh and and yeah when that movie ends there's no like oh okay at least they caught out of that one there's no nobody gets out of anything when that movie ends and it's uh it sticks with you so that Damn. i that movie i just i did the same thing I sought it out because it bothered me so much 
that I had to see it a couple more times to get it out of my head. Cause it's like, it's basically like a scared straight on film. That's the way I, I look at it. Hmm. So, uh, I, I actually rented it and the first time I saw it and then I bought it and made other my other friends of mine watch it and shit. And then everybody yelled at me afterwards because they're like, I'm not going to drink for a week now, but like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's rough stuff. The real, the real stuff will get you, but yeah, I got, uh, I got my list of, uh, of flicks here now. Okay, so which, what what one did you say was the one that got you into it? Was that Dawn, Dawn of the Dead is what made me interested okay. into in, in the genre itself. Dawn of the Dead. That's but that's, I, but I'm so not that was a your huge first glimpse. Guy. That's the that was my first glimpse. Yes. Okay. So of, let's go. Let's any. go. Five first. Yeah. Um. So number five. Now mm. I'm gonna say though these aren't my top favorites, but I mean we're talking about for the season. This is five that would gear me up to getting them season here for like a holiday so, season. A holiday. Right. For Halloween. So number five is Halloween. The original, the original John, John Carpenter's original Halloween, because that movie sets, it sets the tone. It really is the vibe of how I feel. Halloween is like suburban setting. You know what I mean? Like just, that whole fall say it, it has that and it has that feel. Um, what Halloween is actually, we lived there we, when we were living in, in Shawnee at the house. That that whole neighborhood, yeah, is like what Halloween is. The movie. It's, I definitely it's, it's, saw it. I just don't remember. Yeah, it's got that. It's it's got that vibe, and uh, and I like it because it's not it's not oh it's it's not gory one bit. I doubt there's ever even any blood in it. It's just more of like a creepy thriller type of thing. Now I know, you know he's a guy who thinks the earlier stuff is the best stuff with the whole franchise. Of well, Halloween. well, that's not true. We're going to come up to something where I'm going to, okay, you know, blow uh, that out of the water. All right, all right. I was just wondering <laughs> if that was the case for Halloween. Well, for Halloween, yes, okay, because so as the first those movies, one is the classic. As those movies went on; they yeah. were just awful. Was there one that came later that did surprise you? Like that was deep into. Uh, into the series that you're like, oh well. I well, I liked the. I, I actually liked the newest one that came out a year or two ago, where uh, basically that was, what that they, had like a Halloween vibe. I saw that one. Yeah, the, yeah. And, and the reason why that was good is because they basically took the whole Halloween franchise mm-hmm. and threw it in the garbage, and they said the only movie that exists was that original one from the '70s, and now mm-hmm. this new one. So that's I the way I look that. at it now. Yeah, because that series really blew, you know. After the first movie, wasn't it like a, a Halloween guy in space or something like that? I don't know. That was Jason. Jason oh, X. My yeah, my bad. I'll, I'll confuse the whole thing if I keep talking. So number five, we got the original Halloween. The original Halloween. That'll, that'll that'll get you going. That'll get put you in the mood. Is there one key scene in that one that stands out to you? <sighs> I love it when she's like hiding in the closet and she's like hiding in the corner in the closet. She's like down in like fetal position and there's like louvers in the door. Oh, you're a creepy and, guy. And she can see him like right outside the door. And she's, she's so freaking scared that she can't even like stay, keep her mouth shut. She's like whimpering and shit. And of course he can hear her. So he's just like busting the louvers out and freaking trying to grab her. And she like pokes him in the eye with a freaking coat hanger. Damn, I got cold chills now. 
Yeah, it's good. That was a good. It's a good scene towards towards the end. It's nice. All right, five Halloween and number four. Uh, number four would be now. We're gonna go from now. Now we're in the Halloween vibe. Mm-hmm. So now I want to see some. I want. I want to see some stuff, and uh, I'm gonna laugh too. Okay. So a little horror comedy. Uh, we're gonna go with Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Which, uh, yeah. Dead Alive. You remember Dead Alive? Radicus. Oh, shit. Radicus <laughs> is hard, though. Yeah, Radicus. But, like, that movie is... Is like, that the movie now, with the now, lawnmower? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that, yeah, that movie's nuts. Still the, mo- still, still the only movie... I, th- I, think, I think they use the most blood ever. Now, I like the way you always describe that movie when I used to say, why do you like this stupid movie? What, what did, do you remember what you used to say? I actually don't. What I just retarded. Yeah, because it's retarded. <laughs> hey, we're not allowed to say that word anymore, man. Ah, we don't. We don't follow. Nah, rules, I man. say that. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> we say it because we're retarded. Yeah, exactly. I'm never saying it to put anybody down. That's the whole point. It's not not derogatory in any any way. If I, I say know. something's retarded, it means it's great. And let people <laughs> with mental retardation be the ones who get upset if they get upset. So if, if Luke <laughs> Rota or somebody like that gets. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Luke. <laughs> but uh but yeah man dead alive i mean it's 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 so over the top you're gonna laugh i mean you got a priest that does kung fu fighting zombies and shit like <laughs> that's pretty retarded. i kick ass for the lord he says like it, who's radicus explain radicus to the people radicus was uh radicus was a he was a, he was a rat and something else, wasn't he? I forget what uh, I forget what combination he was. I don't know. But his name is. Just oh, and this is and because I, I just watched it recently too, and I didn't realize this. He came from Skull Island. A little trivia: Who else came from Skull Island? He man. No nah, man, fucking oh. King Kong. Oh really? How would I know that? Who am I Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, King Kong's ours, right? Freaking Godzilla's Japanese. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. See, I'm not good with the horror genre. That's what whatever, I man. You know, you know, you know how nerdy I am, man. Yeah, you got you know that stuff. But uh, is Skull yeah, Island no, a real place? No, I don't think huh. so. Well, I mean, to, to, so they they use this. The, uh, what do I know? Okay, that's I sound stupid right now to the to the actual people that understand this stuff. So Radicus <laughs> and and King Kong are from the fictional Skull Island. Same place, yeah. I like that. But no, nah, I mean, Dead Alive number four. Tons mm. of gore. I mean, there's still there's still scenes in that that'll like I'll, I'll almost want to throw up, even though I know it's all fake. Yeah. Like when they're like 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 with the old lady, she's got the sores on her arm or whatever, and they pop one, and it like all the pus goes in like the pudding they're eating, uh-huh. and then everybody's eating it. Like <laughs> that's nasty. You laughing at that? You sick maniac. Well, that's what I'm saying. That shit will almost make me puke. But then, yeah, when the dude whips out the fucking lawnmower and takes everybody out like that's hilarious i don't know dead alive number four good number choice. four okay all right now, this is right in the middle of the heap so it's got to be a strong one. right in the center <clears throat> and it's a lot and, and i don't know why this is one that it seems like leaves a lot of people's minds but number three okay so mm-hmm. so we got you know we got that we got a halloween vibe going on we got a, we got a little bit of guts and gore mm-hmm. we got a laugh or two with dead alive Number three, though, what are we missing? We're missing ghosts. Drama. Oh, ghosts. Okay. Ghosts. <laughs> Drama. A little paranormal 
type of stuff. And I'm going to go with, because it seems like the new thing these days is, uh, you know, those, the conjuring movies. Okay. Everyone likes the conjuring movie or, or insidious or whatever and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I mean the first conjuring, I kind of dug it. We didn't need any sequels. That should suck. Mm. All the insidious movies. I don't see what everybody's freaking bugging out about. People love them. I can't stand those movies. I don't understand, but thumbs thumbs down for insidious. Yeah. I'm going to go back. You know, you got to go back to the, back to the roots here. And uh, I'm going to go with poltergeist poltergeist. I know that one. That's classic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Number three poltergeist still to this day, the effects in that movie and, and, and just the whole vibe. That's a, that's a creepy flick. That's a, a creepy ghost flick. Like any, just to, most of just the time, to make that little girl talk like that, right? To say those crazy things is kind of it's kind of unsettling by itself. Even if you just realize that's a a little girl actress talking like that, right? Well, I think you're talking about The Exorcist, I think. Oh, see, see, I'm fucking everything up, man. <laughs> you're talking about The Exorcist, <laughs> the Poltergeist. Which one's that? Is that the guy with the hat? No, nah, pol- Poltergeist is uh, where the girl gets sucked into the TV. Oh, okay, all right. Poltergeist. Yeah. All right, that's a classic. That's a classic. I was thinking of the Exorcist. You're right, but yeah, that's a classic too. Poltergeist. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Poltergeist still to this day is a good freaky flick mm-hmm. on the ghost side of things. You know what I mean? It's not a guy chasing you. It's not. There's no blood and guts. It's it's the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, unknown. I like that. That's 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 what I dig about it, and, and it's so well done that I'm surprised it doesn't it doesn't get more praise these days. And they actually did a remake of it back in like twenty fourteen or something like that. Awful. Why? Really? And it didn't just oh. follow the, the same guideline? Uh, it it was basically the same damn movie. But it just didn't it work. Just put just just put in this day and age and then out of nowhere they added a whole scene about drones, which was oh. ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. Let's send the drones into the ghost world and get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Oh, but, that's a bummer, y'all. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean now, now, now. See, that was number three. Now we're going to come up to what I was saying, where I'm going to throw things on its head a little bit because, like as you were oh. saying, I'm a guy who always likes the 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 earliest stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, usually the thing is with, with horror movie fans is you know the remakes are always shit. Like, that's what most everybody says. But, I mean, that's the truth. Most mm. of the time, they are. But my number two pick is a, is a remake. Oh, the guy's throwing and it's one of my, And it's one of my favorite horror flicks to this date. Wow, that um, says a lot. Yeah, even though I'm a big fan of the series, my number two pick is Evil Dead, but the remake from 2013. Evil Dead remake. Yeah. If you now, haven't seen it, watch that shit because it's brutal. Now, it's, it, where's it? How do you, are you a fan of the original Evil Dead? Yes. Yes. I love all the Evil Dead stuff. And this is better than that. This is better than Evil, the original Evil Dead to me. Wow. Very, um, very interesting for the big show to go that route. I love it. I mean, but, but the original Evil when it comes to the Evil Dead series, I, I basically usually drop the first movie and I basically just watch Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But um, the remake of this 
and I've had, and, I, and I've had some arguments with some people and they're just crazy. Like this movie's brutal. And especially for the time it came out, horror flicks weren't doing this type of stuff. Like these guys really did bring it back. And, uh, the gore, uh, the, the gore in it and like the, the death scenes that happen, it's, it's a pretty decent shit. Like we got hypodermic needles to the eye. We got, you know, we got, we got a freaking, uh, what is that? The electric knife that people use at Thanksgiving to cut the turkey. Oh, like a vibrating knife. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that Ray Ray uses all the time, cutting his meat on Instagram. Oh, he, he likes to show in <laughs> slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, but we got that we got that thing like cutting cutting limbs off we got nail guns damn freaking box cutters picture freaking, them sitting around a table and developing this movie and you know coming up with the ideas it's probably pretty fun yeah and plus just gallons and gallons of blood like there, there's to this in this day and age i think that that movie used the most blood because the whole the whole second half of the movie the the sky just starts raining blood oh slaves so yeah, so it's just puddles of blood all over the place, and uh, yeah, sick, sick, good stuff. So Big Show throws us a left hook out of nowhere we never saw coming when he puts a remake at number two. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. You're always the demo guy. The demo's the best. The demo's that's the best. What, that's that's the best. what I'm saying, man. I mean, like it's it's about time we had a remake that uh, was worthy. So you, you know, do admit it is possible for the remake to be better. Well, that now. Now I see, but the best part about it is the remake was done, was like produced by the original creators of the original. Okay. So that's, that's what's up. That's key. You know what I mean? Now to your number one slot. My number one slot. This is, was this, this is hard. hard. Was this hard for you to get this number one? No, this wasn't hard at all because it's, it's my list, right? So yeah. this is all about yeah. me. All right. So. <laughs> So if it's all about me, my number one is it, it's it's totally any anyone that knows me. This is totally me. Now it's I might not recommend this as a number one for anybody else, but uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors. Really, number three? No, number three. It's now, my favorite movie. It's it's my uh, favorite it's my movie favorite. of any genre. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I mean, okay. My favorite, my favorite horror movie. It's my favorite okay. horror movie. Um, I, it's plus I got, I, I got crazy nostalgia for it because I, it was the first horror movie I've ever saw in the theater. I was 10 years old. My brother took me, um, and I liked it so much. Uh, it was the same month of my birthday. So then I begged my parents to take me for my birthday. So I saw it twice in the theater when I was 10. And, uh, does this movie have any of those key one-liners from Freddie or no? Well, this is where that really started. Mm-hmm. because he first two movies he was he was just a guy like you know yeah you, you only saw him in your dreams but he's still just dirty old guy with a knife hand chasing you you know what i mean mm-hmm. what what they did in the third movie and the reason why i like it is because they expanded on it because not only now is like is he there but because it's in your dreams he can manipulate shit you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. not um you know, the, the original movie was like, okay, Freddy's going to come to get you and he's going to kill you with his glove. He's going to slash you up. Now it's like, you know, uh, what he pulled, the, he pulled the guy's uh, tendons and arteries out of his arms and legs and used them as a marionette puppet. You know, like as a, crazy. As like, a marionette off, puppet? Yeah. Wow. Like, like crazy off-the-wall stuff like that. Like, and the one kid's in a wheelchair. So in his dream, <laughs> Freddy has this freaking 
giant like medieval spiked wheelchair like run the kid down <laughs> yeah like wait like and like the one girl's a heroin addict so uh all of freddie's fingers turn into hypodermic needles and he just overdoses her now is it true freddie like, was a pedophile yes Ooh, that's not very popular nowadays will they make no more, will they yeah. make uh, more uh freddie kruegers you think well the thing is and they did a remake in 2010 mm-hmm. and uh it sucked but I, I'll give it the one thing is that they really did pay attention to the to his backstory and did show him really for what he is. So that that movie really did pinpoint like, yo, this guy's a dirty child molester. Like, you know, because he, people were kind of like they were kind of glorifying uh, Freddie and some of the. Well, that's what, that, that's the whole thing. He became yeah, he, he became such became a cultural like a, icon. Yeah. yeah. Um, that it's like, yeah, really. Do you really know what you guys are freaking celebrating over here? But. Or tattooing on you? You're right. You freaks. Yeah, they, that's the one thing I got to give the remake is that they at least, you know. They exposed zoomed, Freddy. They, yeah, they zoomed in on the fact that, like, you know, this guy this guy's freaking awful. Hashtag you know, save the children. Instead of, you know, the horror Arnold Schwarzenegger with the one-liners and shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they, and going back to that, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, that was the one where that stuff started. But it wasn't as corny as it became, you know. Like after after that, it, he he was just corn fest. Like, just it, it got awful after that. But that that movie's my favorite because I, I just got nostalgia for it. Uh, special effects are off the wall. It actually won awards that year for for effects uh, for being an independent film too. Oh um, shit! Yeah, like that. Like you know, you know who new you know New Line Cinema, right? Like Heard, when you yeah. go to movies, yeah. So New Line Cinema, they make movies all over the place nowadays. When the Nightmare on Elm Street movies were coming out, New Line Cinema was brand new. So the Elm Street movies were considered low-budget independent films. And um, because of Freddy, they you know broke box, off, brought box office and like got mainstream and everything like that. And that's why New Line's still around. If it wasn't for Freddy Krueger, New Line Cinema would be gone. So I see in your list you had... I mean, from the uh, like the things that would become like uh, like a, a series almost, or what do you call those when it's a bunch of movies in a row? Like uh, I forget the name of well, it. like a trilogy. Yeah, like trilogy. That's like three though, but that's three. Yeah, yeah, but whatever the case is, like the Halloweens, the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like there's a bunch of, them. but you yeah. didn't have the uh, famous uh, Friday the Thirteenth in the mix at all. No. Um... I can Why talk do you about hate that. Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> How did you know that? No, I don't hate it. Okay. Uh-huh. There's a there's a couple Friday the thirteenth movies that I like. I will never ever run to go put one in to watch it. It's not that type of thing for me. Like those movies I'm 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 sorry. Now Jason as a character mm. is is awesome. Big, big half retarded dude with a hockey mask, like mm-hmm. I don't know. And he's got six strength and everything. Like he, he's an awesome character, but the movies to me are just boring, man. They just mm. suck. Okay. I mean, it just, it depends. And, and I have all of them like I should. Of course. But, uh, there's only a couple. I, I really only like two of them, which is, uh, no, I should say I like three of them, four five and six. But then after that, I'm, I'm, so you I'm don't just, like the originals in this case. <sighs> 
They're just boring to you. I understand. I, I understand what it did. And they had, they definitely have their place in the whole history of everything. Um, but yeah, it's just boring to me. I okay, mean, even so. the first one that, that everyone praises the first one where it's Jason's mother. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's, that, that was a big deal, man, when that happened, but it, it, it's still just beat. I don't know. <laughs> I, had, I had to bring it up because it's an iconic movie, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Who, who doesn't so mention on your list, we got Halloween. Yes. Dead Alive, Poltergeist, Evil Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yes. The Evil Dead remake at number two, by the way. Now, I'm going to give you some titles that, to me, a layman in this field, are iconic, huge, important films. But you right. tell me what you think of them. One was the one I thought put, well, you were talking about earlier. Exorcist. Exorcist. Where does yeah. Exorcist lay in this whole the, the big scheme? Well, of Exorcist, Exorcist almost made it on the list at number three instead of Poltergeist. Oh. But um, the thing is, I, I the reason why I chose Poltergeist is because most, most people that are going to watch movies on Halloween are going to go for The Exorcist anyway. Okay. And to me, and to me, if it seems like Poltergeist is, is it's forgotten about, and if anybody's listening, might be like, "Oh shit, that's right, Poltergeist." You can go check it out and enjoy it or something, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, Exorcist, top notch. It's it's great. Okay, uh, so you it, got love another, for the Exorcist. It's another movie that's definitely. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> it's another movie that's definitely slow. Mm. And can get boring at parts, but the but the wicked parts of it that really make up for it. Okay, now I'm going to give you another title to see where yeah, this yeah. one and, and your expert opinion. The Shining. Great, great. great. So it's okay. So that's up there. The Shining's up there. Yep. But that, that's another that's another thing. Like, you know, I could have I could have put all these on the list if you if you. Yeah, you know me. I just yeah, want, like, I'm, I'm looking for some beef, you know. So I didn't. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, well, all right, all right. Let's go. Okay, so those. Are, how about the original Scream? Great, great. Okay, so awesome. the guy, uh, the, uh, the, that uh, that movie brought the genre back. Horror movies sucked until uh, sucked for a few few, few years till Scream came. Okay. But then after Scream came, then a whole new genre of like teeny bopper horror movies came out. Um. Like a whole bunch of horror movies with like Buffy the Vampire Slayer looking kids in them and shit like that. Uh, and it got weak. Like, you know, I know what you did last summer and shit like that. Mm. But, uh, but Scream is definitely up there and it's, that, was, that was a game changer. How about the 1985 Fright Night? Great movie. Great movie, this guy. Knew. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to, trying to throw stuff in there to make you talk some trash on these things. But... <laughs> Okay, how about this one? It's a weird one. The well, you did say iconic movies, so I mean, yeah, they are they were the iconic ones. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. We're talking the original, not the remake, the original. right? Yeah, not yeah. the um, 2019 remake, but the original. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> I, I I dig it. It's not it's not one of my favorites, but I mean, uh, it's not a bad movie either. I like it. Some nope. Stephen King movies are they're hit or miss. That that one. Uh, that one's halfway decent. All the ones I think are that ended up on TV, Stephen King movies, I think they all suck, to be honest. Like, pretty much. I mean, they're so uh, goofy. Especially oh. when when the new when the new versions of it came out, and then mm. everyone's like, "Oh, I like the original Tim Curry it better." It's like, 
no, you don't. Like that is one of the worst things that was ever made. It's awful. It was amazing. Even, when I was, TV yeah, even when I was a little kid, I thought it was dopey and boring. Awful. Go goofy. Yeah. Like there's nothing about that that scared you. And it was made for TV. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> 1979 Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Oh, Biggie. It's a good guard, movie. Yeah. It's a good vampire flick. Now, what is the best of all vampire flicks, in your opinion? My favorite vampire flicks, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, it, tur- it, t- it turned the whole, uh, it turned vampires around, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't these, you know, creepy looking dudes coming out of a coffin. They were just normal dudes. Okay. All right. Now we're going to throw some newer type of films at you to see where you're. Your interest may be with these right. newer, newer type films. How about the 2018 Hereditary? I liked it. You liked it. I liked it. It's the same the same people that did Midsummer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I liked it, and it was weird like that. It was weird like Midsummer. Um. The mo- I, ha- I actually had to do research on that movie <laughs> to figure it out because after it was over, I was like, I know I like this, but I don't know why. I was like, I still don't know what it was about. And uh, damn, that movie's deep. Like if you look at, if you look up stuff, it's about some like ancient evil God or something like that. Like that, that was a cult they were part of that the family was part of yeah. or something or yeah. It, okay. Pretty you know wicked background. Yeah. You know your stuff. Now I'm going to give you one line and you tell me what movie it's from. You ready? All right. Be my victim. Candyman. Oh, 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 what year was Candyman? What was that, 90? 92, son. You slip 92. Okay. You slip in. <laughs> hey, it's not like you asked me and I made an album. I'll tell you what they did. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's more <laughs> your. Uh, that's more. Oh, I should do that. Let's 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 play a game quick before we go. What do you say? Alright. You down for that? All for right, Maiden? Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably gonna I, if if you ask me anything kind of new, I'm probably gonna freaking screw it up. Mm. <laughs> let's see. Okay. What year did Number of the Beast come out? Eighty two. You're correct. You are correct, my friend. That's pretty good. Power Slave, what year? 84. <laughs> Brave New World. Um, 2000. Yes. A Matter of Life and Death. Ooh. Uh, we have Brave New World, then we had Dance of Death, then we had Matter of Life and Death. 2004? 2006. Six. Shit. All right. See, I told you, once you get, once you get a little newer. Fear of the Dark. 92. Correct. The Killers. 81. Correct. No Prayer for the Dying. 90. Damn, big show's good. <laughs> Damn. Live in Donington. Live in Donington. Uh, so many live albums. That was 92. 93. 93. Ah, come on now. That was yeah. Fear of the Dark, though, tour, which came out in 92. Thank you. <laughs> A real live dead one. Real live dead one. Um, that's the uh, 
It's Same the here, one 93. with Eddie on the front. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, 93 as well, right? 98. Not, no, that's it, that's that must that's be a reissue then. That's what it says here. Yeah, that's not that's not true because okay, a real live not. one, and well, a real live dead one is both of the albums together. So that's a variant. So I'll give you that. But the they came out as two different albums. There was a real dead one, and okay, there was I'm a real live one. A real live dead one is a live album by English heavy metal band Iron Maiden released in 1998. The album tracks were recorded at different venues across Europe during the Fear of the Dark tour in Thank 92 you. and the real live tour in 93. Okay, we'll, we'll give you that. We will get cocky. <laughs> yeah, that's all cocky. Anyway, you're in my, in my wheelhouse, son. I'm going to go up to have to get some new ones. Oh, Death shit. on the Road. Death on the Road, live album for... Uh, the Dance of Death Tour. Shit. Don't be Googling over there. 2003? Five. 2005. Five. See, all right, because it's kind of... Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, all right. Gotcha. My bad, my bad. Pretty good, though. Now, how how about if I give you a title of an album and you, you describe the cover? Power Slave. Ah, that's the uh, the whole Egyptian uh, correct pyramid thing. Yeah, mm. Seven Son of Seven Son. I love that one, but I don't know how to describe it. It's like Eddie's floating there, and he's like half a body, but he's holding like uterus with a baby in it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> wow, this guy's good. Yeah, yeah, this guy's good. Dance of Death. So. Eddie's there like a grim reaper. Correct. There's a whole bunch of uh, like eyes wide shut looking people around them. Wow. <laughs> Final Frontier. I hate that album. Um, there's like a big alien Eddie and like uh, correct astronaut dudes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. I'm impressed. That's their worst album in the world, man. I, uh, I was so upset. When I what's, came out, what's their best album? Number of the Beast, of course. No, no, my my favorite album, Somewhere in Time. Really? Yeah. Like you really know that album well? Yeah, that's all. Do I really know that album well? That's my. Yeah, that's been my go-to ever since I started listening to Maiden. Like, okay, that's, well, if you know it so well, what's the fifth song on that album? Oh, uh, loneliness of long distance. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite song. Oh and the God. only reason why I know that is because when I used to have it on tape, there's the first song on side two. Now, what's the last song of this album? Alexander the Great. Jesus, this guy. The second song? Uh, um, Wasted Years. Wow. You yeah. are crazy. You are totally nuts. <laughs> How do you know that? I... Uh, I spent time, man. Growing up, that's what I did. I was I made. got favorite albums too, but I don't know the second song on the album. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm very impressive. <laughs> All right, Big Show. You really schooled everybody. All right. There's going to be people <laughs> hitting us up, and they're going to be disagreeing or agreeing. Oh, of course. But what we do know is on this, this 2020 Halloween, October 31st, Saturday, with a full moon, the first time this happened in <laughs> Guess, check this out. This is the first time Halloween 
has landed on a Saturday with a full moon in 666 years. Wow. I made that up. Don't, don't, don't wow. That would no, be I cool. knew that, man. Come on. You couldn't tell about my wow? <laughs> <laughs> All right, homie. Good to hear from uh, you. We're going to check yeah, in brother. more often. Definitely. And uh, you need anything, you let us know. No doubt. Thank Happy you. Happy Halloween, Biggie. All right. You too. All right, peace. Peace out. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.